Welcome to another episode of the Buku Fire Podcast. Today's guest is a uh, roast battle OG, host of his own podcast, Blockbusting, and just debuted his first comedy album at number one on iTunes. Uh, good guy with a gun, the good guy with a gun, Jay Light. It's me, <laughs> it's me. I'm the guy. <laughs> Great to have you, man. Yeah, Thank thanks for you. doing this, bro. Uh, what kind of gun do you have? I have. Well, I don't have it in L.A. Uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately, fortunately, <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Depends on what neighborhood you live in. Um, <laughs> I live in a neighborhood where I'm not, where it's very quiet and uh, and residential now. So I don't feel. <laughs> I have friends of mine who live in the city, and they're like, "Yeah, I bought a gun as soon as the riots are popping up." I was like, "You guys are fucking crazy. Yeah. Don't even. <laughs> you don't need that." I think uh, there was like a gun shortage there for a minute when all the riots were going on. There was like lines outside of gun stores. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, this is how we're going down 2020. Yep. <laughs> I guess, bro. I ain't got no gun. I got two hands and a fighting chance. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's uh, my gun is old as hell. It's a shotgun. It's a, uh, it's a twelve gauge. Back in, but it's back in Texas. It's back in my parents' house. Twelve gauge. Yeah. My boy shot an alligator in the face with a twelve gauge. And it's still <laughs> dry. It's still coming at him. <laughs> he probably had buckshot. Oh, no, no. I mean, uh, bird shot. He ain't got no shot. gator shot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is there a gator shot? I don't know. I don't, I don't think they do, but they probably need it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that. That's funny. Them things are fucking tanks. I think they just have pictures of like the animals you can kill on the bullets, like birds on the bullet <laughs> on the bird shot box. Oh, <laughs> I think that's. I think Bill Burr mentioned that when he was like going into buy a gun. Right on. <laughs> they just. It was like a Walmart. They just handed him like animals <laughs> on the box. These are all things you can kill. Yeah. I've been playing. Call they should have game. a thing at, like you know how they do at doctors' offices where they have the chart that's like the faces of like how much pain are you in right now. They should have that at gun stores where it's like, all right, what are you trying to kill? Do you want right. to get? You're trying to get a pheasant. You're trying to get a turkey. <laughs> you're trying to get a human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. How big? <laughs> what size? No, but uh. Yeah, you p- so talk about your album a little bit, man. How's it feel to you know put out your first album and then not only that but also be number one on the on the charts? Felt right? good. It felt good. Uh, it's good for it to be out. I'm so happy that it's finally out. Fucking hilarious, man. Thank it you. Really is. Yeah, it's uh, it was a hit number one on my birthday, which is really cool. The day after it came out, so oh, it was fun. What a fucking oh, birthday yeah. present, man! Yeah, happy birthday, bro. Yeah, it was great because that, that's the thing. Nobody needs to go buy me a birthday gift. You can just buy my album and, and right. put me ahead of <laughs> all seven of Jim Gaffigan's albums, and then I'm good enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, <laughs> Jim Gaffigan albums. <laughs> do you think? Do you think he's dropped because of the recent comments that he's had? Oh, I know, I know. He he talks about it. Right. He said he keeps tweeting about how he's like, he's like, I've lost fans and I don't give a shit, which is yeah. great. I, I feel like I'm the one who broke Jim Gaffigan because <laughs> when he saw that my album could be ahead of his, right? He's just like, fuck it, like, I'm not fuck this. <laughs> I don't know what happened with him. I heard something happened. He d- he went on like a ten or twelve tweet rant about Trump and how just he's like the worst ever so. so he did what everybody in california does every day i mean all the other celebrities <laughs> mm-hmm. that have already done it you know he has a lot of midwest so, fans so right wait a but so that's the thing so is he hadn't because he's, he's famously been, been apolitical and clean yeah. but yeah. he was like saying fuck and he was talking he was basically like letting it all out for yeah. the first time uh-huh and uh, yeah, then and now he's now and now he's like, yeah, I don't give a shit if I it's the whole like it's the whole like anti-Trump. I'm not gonna like it's so funny because they like the, I feel like conservatives are so against cancel culture, and then they're the ones that are like canceling the NFL and like NBA. I don't know nothing like, about who's against what. I don't wanna, I'm not gonna watch if they're not standing for the anthem. Oh my god! Did you see it. the thing where they booed this week? Dude, mm-hmm. Kansas City, they had, they had I think they everybody was standing for the national anthem except for like one dude. And one dude was kneeling or whatever, but yeah. then they had like a moment of unity where everybody like grabbed arms on the field or whatever, and then all the Kansas City fans just booed throughout all of that shit. It's crazy. 
crazy. It's have it's a bl- have a, bl- a like a black quarterback right. who's an MVP, and you're booing because they just want a little. They just want you to stop. <laughs> they just want the cops to stop, to stop killing, killing to stop killing black people. It's like, bro, it ain't that hard of a concept to, to right. understand. Right, just, just don't do that. <laughs> Don't be a dick. It's not, right. you know. Don't be, don't be a dick. It's not that hard, but it is that hard. Yeah, it's I very guess, hard. I, I guess. guess so. I mean, trust me. I know. People, Sometimes know. I want to be a dick to people, mm-hmm. but it is, you know, you gotta have that discipline. Well, because yeah, because that's the thing is, being a dick is so easy because it doesn't require any effort. Yeah, it's Requ- harder it to be. It requires good. effort to be yeah, good. Exactly. And, and not a shithead. That's exactly it. Yeah. But. I think Nate just said discipline. He did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost like, really spit funny. out my water. <laughs> I was like, if you consistently <laughs> fail to say discipline, like, like yeah. that, you're disciplined to not saying discipline. Right. Discipline, <laughs> a rack of discipline. <laughs> now no. you're canceled. Get now, out of yo, here. Yeah, yeah, there I go. That's that's me. Quote South, South Park. Park. I'm fucked. <laughs> done. It was nice knowing y'all, bruh. <laughs> My career's over before it started. Conservatives don't say cancel; they say boycott. Yeah, boycott. They put, yeah. I put my yeah. money where my mind is. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I put my I'm money tired of seeing my all these my people on my favorite sports teams not stand. Talking about shitheads, <laughs> it's so funny to me that, like, uh, on Facebook, I got a lot of people from back home in Louisiana, and I got mm-hmm. a, now I got a lot of people from here. Yeah, it's it real funny scrolling through my Facebook, it's <laughs> my like Facebook timeline, because I hate seeing all kind of shit like that. Like the politics y'all was talking about. Yeah. But it's so fucking funny to see some dude I went to elementary school with. You know, right. he still lives down the road in a fucking shithole in Louisiana. <laughs> and his fucking Trump memes or fucking whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. right under that, they got one of these SJW friends or whatever that's fucking yeah. talking about fucking Trump being a dick. And it's just all this contra. Like oh, it's, complete, it's literally uh, what's it, back and forth. It's just like tennis. On, like yeah. if you're scrolling down, it's just like hating Hillary Trump. Hillary Clinton's a reptilian. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then there's the QAnon, you know, your QAnon family. People yeah. are just posting like oh, all the man. T- types of One shit. of my boys, people out here too. Though. One of my boys back home is one of the smartest people I know. He's also really big and tall to fucking 4chan, QAnon, right. fucking yeah. whatever shit. And he told us, he was texting us in group chat, our boys from back home. He was texting us in group chat in like January saying like, dude, this coronavirus is going to be real, bro. Get prepared, blah, blah, blah. Like, Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. <laughs> nobody, nobody cares, and that's right. not real. Shut up. And now what's I messaged him the day that the NBA shut down, and Tom Hanks got it because I was in Louisiana. And I was like, well, any other news you want to report? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but but he's just, you know, like he felt like he got a dub on that one. Right. So he thinks that every other one that he spits at us right, is going to be yeah. real. And he was trying to tell me that some bit Nancy Pelosi's burning down California <laughs> to get fucking <laughs> insurance money or something. And I was like, they got Tony Stark weapons or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, some kind of shit. I just love how <laughs> aliens got sprinkled into 2020, you know? Yeah, just aliens like are the, the least surprising shit. thing in 2020. Right. Out of everything that's happened and all these, like, scandals and political, you know, back and forth, they just sprinkled, like, oh, by the way, these are real. These are real. They're yeah. like, yeah, you can't leave your house. We, you can't go to work. We, right. We're going to send you a little bit of money, and we're going to lie to you and so much, tell you we're going to send you more, but we're not. Uh, well, they oh, waited until the a year after the Area 51 raid to finally start dropping that info. Yeah. Well, t- my boy, shout out to the dude Tom DeLong, bro. He's the one that's doing it. Mm-hmm. Straight up, that's to the star shit. They're the ones that's, like, behind all this fucking pushing the government to fucking slowly release it bit by bit. Right. I, I've, been, I've been watching the fucking Marvel movies over. Like, I started watching, <laughs> like, the old, or we started rewatching them like in order. There it is. Here it comes. <laughs> Here it comes. I think... <laughs> That it might be that they pushing the because like in the Avengers I just rewatched the uh, the first one and they talk about like when Thor came and they started building weapons for the shit and like how it, like 
making alien things like, oh, it's just it's real. It can be real. I think they like slowly making the like the the younger generation like more aware that it could be real, mm. so that when they do, they're like, oh, where's Thor? You know, as opposed to oh, fuck the aliens. You know, <laughs> man, this weed is good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I didn't even oh, smoke, shit. and I'm just like, yeah, okay, right? I see where you're going. All right. I don't know. Right. Hey, where's Nate's tinfoil hat? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I've also been watching The Boys a lot, so government-sanctioned superheroes. Things. I'm on board. I, I could see Government-sanctioned superheroes like Mr. Incredible or what? No, like, uh, like have, have you seen The Boys at all? Uh-uh. Oh, man, I've The Boys great. is great TV. But The Boys is basically the concept of it is superheroes are real, but they're run by a corporation that has created all of the superheroes. And uh, a lot of the plot of the first season of The Boys involves that company basically trying to be defense contractors with the United States military. So they basically want to be like the Blackwater, but with superheroes. Okay. Yeah. So I've heard it was really tight. Is, does Seth Rogen do something with it? Like, yeah, he produced it. it. Produced yeah. It? yeah, him and See, Evan Goldberg. I can like buy that premise, and I know you have your podcast with all the movies that are like terrible and everything like that, mm-hmm. and uh, movies that people hate. Yeah, movies that people hate. Some of them are terrible though. Well, like 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 Ratatouille. Like, yeah, like Ratatouille. No, <laughs> no. Incredibles yeah. two though. Incredibles that was, two. That was, I watched that podcast eh. between you and Nate. Uh, was it two weeks ago? Yeah, three weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I think. Nate just hating on Ratatouille the entire time. That shit was hilarious. That was a great episode. People Thanks. love that episode. Fuck yeah, bro. I appreciate it. Good work. <laughs> we got you coming on for Midsummer. Yeah, that. Well, Mid-summer. I got I got plenty of uh, plenty of discrepancies with that movie. <laughs> Although I will say the, uh, the tripping it? scene in that movie. Have, have you seen it? Midsummer. Oh, no, Midsummer. That yeah. movie is crazy. It's like, really? Is it bad like or good? It's a. Uh, I love it. But it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's like cringy, and I, I fucking hate cringe. And I don't know. I just saw a bunch of women on the field in the trailer, and I was like, yeah, the, eh, plot, the plot is just, I don't know. We, we'll, it's, a lot of women we'll, in fields. I don't want to dive too far into it. Yeah, but. we'll save that We'll save that for your episode. But the but, premise of the movie, I mean, that's the thing with Ari Aster, the guy who directed it, is he does a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff being like his two movies that have come out, that are designed to make you feel very uncomfortable. One of them is in the out-and-out horror movie, and then the other one... Midsummer is like sort of a horror movie, <laughs> but it's it goes kind of deeper than that, and yeah, it's yeah. about like relationships and breakups, and it's just like Shit. also just, just the fucking craziest imagery. It's like, like a cult. It's like a Viking cult from like back in the day, but if they're not like Vikings, they're like I don't know, they're just like Nor- Norwegian people like up in that, and they, they yeah. like they basically convince like a bunch of high school trip like seeing spring break type trip where they all go and they're supposed to like. You know, be in touch with all this mm-hmm. shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And I will say that the tripping scenes in that movie are fucking dope. That's like the first time I've seen like a, a realistic, yeah. accurate of what it That's is cool. like to take mushrooms. Because like people always just do a cop out in fucking cartoon land, you know, yeah. animate it. Um, but as far as the actual plot of that movie, I, I'm just like, okay. Like the whole time so I'm like, just lame. okay. And then I'm just like, this is fucking weird. Like it's mm-hmm. definitely just super weird. But you watch it is very lady. weird. Huh? You wouldn't watch that with your old lady? Yeah, I mean, that's a bad movie to watch with somebody you're in a relationship with. <laughs> is it? Yeah. It's cool. Well, it's about a breakup. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like it. It's like yeah, a chick basically that. just like bailing on her boy. I mean, their boyfriend is kind of. <laughs> it's <laughs> an abusive, <laughs> shitty relationship. Yeah. It's, it's already a toxic relationship. But well, then they go yeah. and she just. Uh, well, I mean, it's one. It, I'm like, glad I ain't seen it, and I guess I ain't going to have to watch it. Wor- <laughs> it's worth a watch, but it's long. It's like two and a half hours. Yeah. I was going to ask, though. For you personally, what's one of the like the most beloved movies out there that you're just like? If you was on your, if you were oh, a guest man. on your podcast, yeah. Shrek. 
Who did you say? Shrek? Shrek? <laughs> I no, I love Shrek. I didn't say Shrek. Okay, I thought I thought I heard somebody say I know, Shrek. Shrek I'm fine. ready to defend yeah, Shrek. Shrek to the I'll, I'll defend Shrek. I got your back. Eddie Murphy. I love Shrek. Shrek's great. Shrek is great satire. Um, I I mean the one that comes to mind immediately is as far as a classic goes, quote unquote, uh, is uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, okay. Lawrence yeah, of Arabia. The, the, I don't know if I've seen that. I ain't seen it. You don't like need to see it. Yeah, it's from yeah. the 70s. It's in all the screenwriting. Yeah, I think it's like 71 or 70, and it's just it's one of those movies that everybody is like, oh, it's so great. It's one of the first great epics. It's a great war right. movie. They read that in a book. Yeah, and it's, it's, like it's got the greatest cut in cinematic history because there's this one edit where uh, Peter O'Toole's character blows out a match. And then it cuts to the sunset over a desert or the sunrise over a desert. No. Oh, and it's just, ba- it's just fuck me long <laughs> and bad. And the script is poorly written, I think. And it's just it's just not my cup of tea. And yeah. I watched it for film school. We watched it as part of this class where we had a movie to watch every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was the only movie that the entire class hated except for our professor, who's obviously <laughs> he's teaching us this movie for a reason. Yeah. And we're, we were like, that movie sucked. And he was yeah. like, what's wrong with all of you? We were like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Kids hilarious. these days, I swear. I love that professor, though. His name, he went by Doom. Doom? What? Doom. <laughs> professor Doom. He was great. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for the new Dune? I have. That I did see the Dune trailer, though. yeah. I ain't, I ain't seen it. It's good. I mean, it looks cool. It's old, you know, yeah. Denny, Denny Villeneuve. All it, I saw was that Batista's supposed to be in. I saw a headline. Yeah, he, uh, he's, he's in there. He looks like he's gonna do some evil shit. That's a, a Dune is one of those things. I'm not a huge like, I'm not a huge epic fantasy or crate or like super deep sci-fi kind of guy. You're not like Inception. You're not. A- I, I mean, Inception. I think is approachable sci-fi, yeah. right? Okay. Because it's Christopher Nolan and Christopher Nolan makes movies for dumb people to feel smart. That's what Christopher <laughs> Nolan does. That's a funny way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> that makes hilarious. a lot of sense. That's what he does. That's why I saw, so many people's favorite movies The Dark Knight. Yeah. I saw, I saw a Vice article today. It was literally today. It was like, hear me out. Are Christopher Nolan movies dot 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 very bad? I'm like, you're fucking high. Like, all these movies are dope. I mean, I don't know. I personally like The Dark Knight. Just I love The Dark Knight. Just because like I Ledger's love Inception. Yeah, and like, I mean, some of the some of the acting performances in those movies are dope, and then plus the plot's dope. Yeah, I think Christopher Nolan's a very good filmmaker. He's he's definitely one of the greats of our time. But he does the, he does that thing where he's like Inception. All right, man. This is a movie that's about dreams and t- and and we're gonna travel through time and we're gonna do these things and it's all so fucking cool. But he ha- but his <laughs> movies are so convoluted that he has to ex- every line of dialogue is explaining what is happening right. in the movie. Dark Knight pulled it off because Dark Knight managed to mash up the story of a superhero movie with the trappings of like a great crime drama. Yeah. That mob mentality. Exactly, right. yeah. And so it worked and he had these really great performances. And Inception worked because he pulls off this dream world and it's such a cool, like fantastical idea. Right. Even though you look back at the script and you're like, this is literally you had to explain everything that was going on to us. I have a feeling Tenet's gonna be the same way, even though I am really looking forward to yeah. seeing it. 
But like, I, it all the wheels all fell off with Interstellar for me. Like, inter actually, that's another great one that I hate. Interstellar really? is fucking terrible. It was pretty long. It was like that's the one McConaughey. I was kind of wondering. Kanye? Kanye? No, McConaughey. Oh, McConaughey. Yeah. I thought you said Kanye. No. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get more yeah, disciplined in hearing what you're saying. That, that Christopher Nolan movie yeah. with Kanye. <laughs> I think Interstellar was a bit like they were trying to be too deep, and then I, like it was things kind of went quickly at the same time. Yeah. Like, I was the whole like bunker thing. I don't know. The big I, problem I, I have with Interstellar, it. yeah, it's that it's the, it falls into the trap of it, a being a super long movie. I think that the majority of movies don't need to be longer than an hour and a half. Yeah. If you're making a movie that's two hours, you better fucking make that extra half an hour worth it. Like it action. better be better the Avengers be like or Lord yes. of the Rings yeah. or Star Wars. But the thing is, Interstellar not only has that, but it also. Dealt with these crazy heady concepts, but try to put them in the most like stupid pop philosophy way possible on top of it. So it's this it's just full of all of this bullshit that's just like it's clearly designed to get like high school and going into college stoners who are like, wow, this is really fucking cool. Yeah. And they're just going to talk about it like this is the greatest movie they've ever seen when it's not. It's just beautiful garbage. Yeah. It's like the dumpster outside of a jewelry store. Yeah, just, just <laughs> propaganda. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? For propaganda. Little, little but for every movie where there's, where like Interstellar, Christopher Nolan also makes Dunkirk, which I think yeah. actually legitimately is one of the greatest war movies. Yeah. But also, like it's just almost a silent movie. He's, yeah. There's barely any dialogue. It's all just the crazy shots, and you have this ticking time. Right. It's great. Did he do uh, that movie Memento? Yes. My boy told me, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, I do have it like on my queue to, to watch. That's with the young Brad Pitt? Or no, I think it's, uh, it's Guy uh, Pierce. Guy Pierce, and I think, is no, I want to. I feel like Colin Farrell's in that movie, but I know he's not. Probably. It's guy, I'm pretty so. sure it's just Guy Pierce. Yeah. I but think I'm at, of it's like an older, like early 2000s, I think. Yeah, but, I think uh, it was 2000 or 2001. Yeah. He got nominated for original screenplay for it. I remember that. All my boys went to film school, always talks about how good that movie is. Yeah, so. Memento's good. Yeah, I meant yeah. to watch that one, but anyways. Um... But yeah, so fuck, fuck Christopher Nolan. But we'll <laughs> fuck Christopher Nolan. But I love you, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, exactly. I know you are a big fan of the Buku Fire podcast. So exactly, right. dude. Thank you for listening. Right. If you're watching. I ain't saying it like that. I'm saying don't get in your head, bro. You do some good shit. Don't overthink it. I am it's excited like, to see Tenet. I am yeah, gonna go see that now that it's now that it's playing in drive-ins in L.A. I'm gonna go see it. Yeah. Speaking of I was my my girl hit me up about that, and then they just bounced and went to the beach instead. I was like, it's like 10 o'clock at night. What are you doing? But. <laughs> I was too far away. I was like, 45 minutes. I would go. I would drive 45 minutes to go see Tenet. Drive-in drive. is great, by the way. The one yeah. that's 45 minutes out, Mission Tiki, fantastic drive-in. I haven't been to a drive-in really? movie since I yeah. was like fucking 10 years old. I've so never been I'm to so one. Down to for, so I down highly down. recommend the Mission Tiki out I, in Pomona. I've never really been good. to a drive-in in my life, but I did work when I was working on uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. They had a scene where they was filming Brad Pitt's trailer yeah. over there, whatever, mm -hmm. and I was securing the fucking thing. Oh, yeah. I remember. I know where that uh, that drive-in is. That's where his is. house is, right behind the drive-in theater? Yeah. In the movie? In the movie, yeah. Living and, in the trailer uh, with the dog. But that was my first time ever being in one, and I didn't realize they had, like, them little levees, like, in the in the parking lot for, like, the cars to park at an angle. Yep. I was like, what the fuck? That's genius. Yeah. yeah. It's it was cool as shit to see it like that. so smart. It's yeah. so well done. But, like, I would love to, like, they've been doing this, the stand-up driving shit. Like, I'd like to go to one of them and go see that. Oh, yeah, the Magic Castle. Have you done any of them? No, I haven't done any ones where it's a drive-in show. I've done a couple outdoor yeah. spots. How are you feeling on that? 
On the drive-ins? On on outdoors. I think I mean outdoors is the way to go for right now because it's the way to do it safely and to actually like still have it. And shows? Uh shows mostly. Yeah. Open mic I mean open mics, it's whatever. It's like I'm a regular at the comedy store. I don't do fucking open mics. I'm try <laughs> I did, I've, done, I've done a couple open mics and now I'm just like, you know what? I really just would rather just do the shows. Like I'm starting an outdoor right. comedy show here in LA, uh, and the first one is tonight as we're recording this. So if you're oh, listening, yeah. you missed it too late, but there will be other ones. <laughs> I'll give you an update next week because I'm gone. So how are you? Going. How are you going about it? Well, I have a venue, and uh, they have a parking lot that we're we're you know they're an event space. They're like a private event space. Yeah. Um, we're only sending out the address to people who buy tickets. We're keeping everything sit, uh, distant, six feet apart. You have to buy tickets in a party of two. You can't buy a ticket by yourself right? Um, just because we have to make sure we space it apart right. properly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the everything's we're, we're abiding by all the guidelines. We're going to take people's temperatures when they come in. If people aren't wearing masks, they're not allowed in. you got to wear a mask the whole time unless you're, like, drinking or smoking because we are BYOB and 420 friendly. Right. That's awesome. But, yeah, I mean, we're trying to do is, is something, yeah. right? Like That's what sounds – I mean, we're going to – I'm going to get the Jungle House show going here pretty Good. soon. So uh, Nate's birthday is next month. I know we're shooting for that date. So we just got to clean up some of the dirty couches in the backyard mm-hmm. and make it, make it a nice place to, yeah, we place to throw a away. show. Yeah, so. I think, I mean, we're learning more and more about what the, the safest way to do stuff is. Right. And clearly the evidence is showing that it's safer to do any sort of outdoor activity compared to an indoor activity yeah. that's why the clubs mm-hmm. are closing indoor operations and restaurants are closing indoor operations everything's going to be outdoors i think if the if you want to do anything safely it's going to be outdoors right for the next foreseeable For, yeah i would i i think the uh, the you know you go in waves of like hoping that it's going to be over mm-hmm. sooner right. than it is but yeah. now it's just like you know what we're gonna who we knows how fucking long we're gonna be like this time, right. dude so let's just like t- back in March. Take we're like, the assumption. Okay, we're gonna be like two months. They're gonna figure it out. Everything's gonna be good, and then it's like the whole summer got pretty much is behind us now. Mm-hmm. Like we'll be all right by football season. And right. Like, well, hey, we ain't we ain't, but we all kind of because right. right. football's coming back. Comedy's <laughs> right. coming back. Here's a question Slowly for you guys: Shirley. How long do you think the football season actually goes? Do you think football gets canceled? No, I don't think. It gets you don't canceled. think so? I saw I a thing. I have one thousand percent faith. Yeah, I saw a thing that they're giving everybody like a wrist bracelet that is like a GPS tracker, so it, it? it takes. It, no, I didn't it, know they were tracking people. It keeps. On GPS. It, it tracks your temperature and it tracks who, who you, you come, come in contact, contact with, with, like and how, the with how far apart you were. Yeah. Wow. Every single person that's yeah. on the field, players, coaches, staff, everybody, yeah. wearing one of them watches. And it fucking okay. will automatically like it keeps all that data. And so it tests so like if, every other me, day. Say I'm a quarterback and Dan's on the other team, and it could tell me that I got and I got to show up the, a couple of days later with Rona. It'll tell me where I got it from. Okay, who who it came from. So they got or like they got the say I got it. It'll tell all the people so. that I was within six feet of. Right. That they need to make sure to the contact do the contact right. tracing so shit. They but they're testing I think like every other day or so, every day or some shit. Oh, like dude, I watch hard knocks. They test every fucking time. Yeah. You can't get in the building without getting tested, like yeah. the Joe Rogan shit where he's doing it in like the fifteen minutes yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they have the technology. Yeah, the technology. I'm just glad because I mean they have the money to do it. There. That's the thing. They, the NFL has the money to do it, so it's like just. Do it right, you know. And I know there's been a couple issues with baseball, like a couple players and stuff like that. And uh, the ba- the basketball, the bubble. Uh, what's his name? House for the Rockets brought a COVID tester up to his room like a chick. 
up to his room for a couple hours, and they kicked him out of the bubble. Ah, damn. But that's the way to fuck in the bubble, though. You can't bring anybody from outside, so fuck the COVID test. She's the one that tests. Yeah. She could be performing it as you're hitting. You know, want us all to beat off for the whole fucking time, right? I mean, I remember hearing at the beginning. I guess House has like a family and like kids though. So like, oh, all right, House? well that's bad. <laughs> yeah, Daniel House for the Rockets. Oh, dude, he's talking about the fucking doctor. No, this <laughs> well, this is House is a player on the Rockets who brought in the the COVID tester to fuck. House banged a nurse in his apartment. Yeah, in, in his, his bubble. <laughs> <laughs> but how? Uh, <laughs> oh, just a prostitute in an outfit. Yeah, she's a nurse, but she's, she's wearing like a Halloween nurse costume right. where it's like you just her tits <laughs> are out and her skirt is up to her fucking. He's probably talking to Lou thighs. Williams, who got uh, who got chicken wings from the Magic Castle. I'm sure that's all he, all, all he did from, from the Magic Castle, the strip club. Mm-hmm. The or not? It was a. I think that's what Magic it was City. Magic City. I'm sorry. Oh, I know Penthouse and a Hustler and a little Darlings. <laughs> Spearmint Rhino. Temptations. Oh, uh-huh. my goodness. Yeah. Spearmint Rhino. The Lodge. I've fallen asleep in that strip club before. <laughs> Man, I had we had a strip club back in, in Colleyville or around Colleyville where I grew up and, and outside of Dallas called The Lodge. And I remember, so I went there on my. That's like where some burly chicks go. I went there on my 21st birthday. I got, we went to uh, my, uh, as a birthday gift, like my parents and some other friends of theirs like chipped in. <laughs> And got me a Well, they got a limo to <laughs> take oh, me damn. and some friends around to go bar hopping for the night so we could, like, safely be bar hopping. Nice. And uh, at, at, eventually we were like, all right, we got to go to the strip club. We got to do it's it. Like, got to take the limo to the strip club. And the place we were originally going to go is this place called Baby Dolls, which is just, that's just, like, the place that you know because you see if you're – even if you're not, uh, like – up to date on strip club culture in in the Dallas Fort Worth metropolitan area, you're driving past Baby Dolls if you're going to go like because yeah, sign. you see prime the bright location. sign. It's a prime location. It's right by. It's right on the way to like the the ballpark in Arlington and to Texas Stadium. It's very it's very obvious where it is. Yeah. And I remember where I was like, all right, we're gonna go to Baby Dolls. And then the guy who was driving our limo was like, no, nah, we're going. To, this is this is where I would go. Well, let's go here. And we were like. All right, yeah, we trust you. Yeah. He took us to the lodge, and they had a fucking waterfall inside. That's yeah. that's classy, classy joint. Yeah. And I remember I blacked out that night. But <laughs> the last one of the last things I remember, I went to the bar to get a drink. Somebody bumped into me, and I and I and they, they, I dropped my glass and like spilled it all over the ground. And they were and someone was coming to clean it up. And I looked, and my the limo driver was like across the room eating a steak, and he like cheersed me. And that's the last thing I remember. That is before. so <laughs> goddamn funny. There's I like, guarantee hey. that limo driver got money to bring people to the strip club. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. yeah, he must have gotten. He kickbacks. got that steak for free well, he, for yeah, bringing he, the well, boys. I mean, you know? he drives a fucking yeah. limo company, and half the time people in limos are going to the strip club or yeah. something, something of the sort. So he probably hey, you got you got to have a hustle if you're the limo driver. That's such a like, funny. Hey, I brought you eight mm-hmm. drunk dudes. They're probably gonna drop you know eighty bucks a piece. Whatever. Yeah, hustles. I do. I had I had got a lap dance from a stripper at that club, and she. She she was really nice, but I do remember at one point she was like blowing on my glasses like hot air to fog the glasses up. But she had bad breath, and I'm like, come on! Uh, if you're gonna do that move, like I appreciate you have a mint in your thank purse. You so the much, co- the go for it, but put you know, ah, pop an Altoid. Yeah. Yeah. I had to pop- re- I had to remind myself of the uh, strip club name in uh, Homa, Homa, Louisiana. <laughs> the G spot. No, Bayou Angels. Bayou, Bayou Angels. Angels. Oh yeah. <laughs> I do. I remember. Uh, I think I went there once. 
That's hilarious. Yeah. And it looks just as much as you'd imagine, just a yeah, shit hole. Shit hole. <laughs> yeah, one in, yeah, Bayou Angels. You're right. I think I Good did go there. God. Once. That's you great. Ever went to the G spot when it was there? No, I remember. What was the one in Homa? There was Lucky's. It was one by La Casa. Like Ace or some shit. It was by La Casa. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it was I'm something like Lucky Larry, something weird like that. It was like an uncle's name. And I'm like, I don't fuck? know, dude. I know. But I if it's an uncle's name, you can trust that it's probably a good <laughs> yeah, strip club. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, but that scene you were just talking about in my head was so funny of your boy just like you like dropping your drink and fucking getting titties and right there. Your boy's partying and he's just over there eating a fucking steak with yep. like his napkin around his neck and shit. <laughs> right next to the waterfall. <laughs> drinking I mean, he knows. Girl. He's in the classy joint. He's like, yeah. I'm a bougie <laughs> bitch today, bro. Just drove up in here in a limo eating steak next to some titties. What right. you want to do? He probably got for free, you know. You said uh, the lap dance, uh, my boy, the f- it came to mind. Um, one of the strip clubs in New Orleans is uh, called Chi-Chi's. It's on the East co- on the east Bank, and it's uh, primarily you know, urban. Place. Right. And, uh, very Hollywood for you to describe something as urban. You've right. been here very long time. I'm learning. Tell. I'm learning. Yeah, bunch of black people. And, uh, <laughs> they drink a lot of Sprite there, if you know what I'm. Yeah. No. Uh, no, it's an awesome place. And uh, me, so we lived. Uh, me and my roommate at the time, we lived right next to a Walgreens, and we'd always go to Walgreens for cigarettes and shit. And the two chicks that worked there were fine. Two, uh, black, two little black Milana chicks over there. And they we hang out with them one time because we ran into them at the bar, mm-hmm. and they were like, "We going to Shishis," and we're like, "All right, we coming." <laughs> we and our boy John Luke was with us, and he came too. <laughs> and John Luke was like, <laughs> "John Luke was like, all right, bro, I'll go to the strip club, but I ain't spending no money. I only got a hundred dollars." I was like, "All right, bro, whatever." I'm like, come on, and we get over there. The club is twenty dollars, whatever. So John Luke gives him twenty dollars. You all get in there. We <laughs> got eighty dollars left. Mm-hmm. Soon as we walk in the door, I mean immediately, walk in the door. Big old bitch, come up to him. <laughs> Big old stripper. One of the biggest strippers I've ever seen. <laughs> come up to him. <laughs> grabbed him by the hand, didn't say a word. Grabbed him by, come on, baby. And started dragging him to the fucking VIP room. And he's like, ooh. And he's kind of looking around like, yeah. <laughs> you know, because she got big old titties. Yeah. But she was big everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we were in there, and <laughs> about, 15, about 10 minutes later, you know, John Luke come out, and he looks pissed. <laughs> Like I seen him, he looked pissed. I come, meanwhile, I'm in, me and my boy are in there with the two chicks, and I got a dollar bill on my head. The tripper's chicken it off with her ass cheeks off mm-hmm. my head. Absolutely. And he's pissed. He comes up. He's like, he's like, sons of bitches, why y'all, why y'all? I'm pissed. And I was like, what? What happened? He's like, I spent all my money on the ugly one. <laughs> Damn. Because <laughs> he ended. It's up, his idea. That's why I'm. Sa- I'm like, dude, how am I supposed? To? I'm not your fucking money manager. Well, this, the clearly, John Lucas. So, so, yeah, so he's this never been did. to a strip club before. You got. You don't go with the first girl who comes up to you. No, you, you wait. Ever go you with bide the your shot. time. You, right. you, if anything, you trade in the twenty dollars that you have into ones, you know, and sit at the actual like. Yes. Stage. Make it rain. Have you ever heard that? So this is what he did. He said, "I'm getting my money back." <laughs> 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 Yeah, how did that go? So he goes to her, he's like, hey, Precious, give me back my $80. Oh, God. (laughs) She said, oh, okay, give me back that pussy then. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. That's great. (laughs) You got a receipt? (laughs) You got a a receipt for this pussy? Oh, my goodness. I thought it was hilarious. You want me to itemize this shit? Right. (laughs) Clit, $20. Labia, $25. (laughs) (laughs) Booty, $44. Oh, my goodness. What do you mean, 44 A $22 per chick booty, man. $40 plus 10% tip on top. Listen, we got a value-added tax on top of the booty, all right? All right. I need, to need some fucking accountants up in the This ain't no duty-free pussy. <laughs> 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 like, all right, brother. Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah, I, I can't. Know. I can't really do strip clubs anymore. It's just it doesn't do much for me. With the amount of free porn out there, it's just like, what are you doing? You know, spending there's a whole spending 120 bucks to get a boner in public. You know, Dude, strip clubs about the experience though. You are you are just shitting on the strip club, and I'm not sure I like it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't ha- one. I don't have the money. Two, they're just lying to you to get your money. You know, or. Okay. Yeah, but so is porn. They're lying to you for free. Yeah, but you know they're doing it. You know that the you know the strippers are doing it. You know damn well that if these situations aren't real. If you go there and the stripper tells you you're cute and she thinks you're funny and blah blah blah, you think strippers yeah, like you. That's about a, as believable as, oh stepdad, I'm stuck under the couch. Can Step you help bro. me? I'm stuck in the <laughs> washing machine again. I'm stuck. Can you, help me? you would watch porn involving moving furniture around. Yeah, to see. <laughs> 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 that's a, that's a it's so realistic. Mind. After wor- yeah, as a, after working as a mover in Phoenix, I just love uh, I love <laughs> mover porn. Yeah. No man, porn's so fucking weird these days. Like half of porn is like some family related, you know. Half hey, the time ma'am. it's not even mm-hmm. stepbrother or stepsister. It's just like dad daughter. Here's your casting couch, earth. ma'am. <laughs> yeah, I've se- I I remember I haven't I haven't watched porn in a while. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to to take a step back right. from it, but. I do remember I was seeing a lot of like I remember it used to be step brother step sister kind of shit and now they're just like dropping the pretense they're yeah. like brother and sister right du- son and mom I'm like why yeah. you gotta do that I'm like yeah. I don't care what their relationship is I know it's probably fake anyways yeah. but I'm like I'm not trying to click why on are we that. playing I ain't this? clicking on that I'm gonna keep reading I'm gonna keep yeah. scrolling because exactly. guess what I ain't picking nothing to do with that because I don't I don't fuck with that right. I think part of what you gotta do if you're gonna go to a strip club is you have to f- you have to figure out and it takes a little takes a little like getting to know your friend group of the kind of d- people you go to a strip club with i don't want to say dudes because because women are also Chick- oh i got club. a couple chick friends who oh man strip club. i went to a strip club for a friend of mine's birthday with with it was a mixed group we had a fucking great time at jumbo's clown room great spot but anyway out here yeah oh i fucking love jumbo's but anyway so there's this place like we had you have to find your friend who knows who like changes who they are at a strip club yeah. to become like the ringmaster mm-hmm. of the strip club like we went in in Denver, we were out for uh, we were out there doing some shows, and it was Fra- it was Frank's birthday, oh, Frank okay. Castillo, and uh, we went out there, and there was like five or six of us who every night we would go out to a strip club while we were there, just because it's like his bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. we're kind of looping it all in. Yeah. And this this one guy who I won't name, I'll say I'll say after the podcast. It's someone you guys all know, but he is just like. As soon as he goes to the strip club, he like comes Turns alive, on, like yeah. the switch it's, flips. The persona comes on, and yeah. he just is like, "Hey, my this is my boy's. Uh, it's his bachelor party. We're gonna buy him a dance." And the, all the women go over to him, and we went to this place where they like, this was this was my favorite night. We went to this place uh, on the recommendation of some local Denver comics called PTs. We they have a few branches. Again, like, do you call a branch like a bank? Like, or is it a franchise? <laughs> but they had, okay, so they have PTs. They had three versions, right? Three fr- three branches of PTs. One of them we tried to go to, we couldn't go to because there had been a shooting at the at the club. <laughs> yeah. Or not, I don't think it was a shoot. I think it was like oh. somebody had gotten beaten to death with a baseball bat, like, earlier Jesus that day. Fuck. So they're like, all right, you got to go to the other PTs. So we go there, and uh, it's empty. And it's empty at, like, 11 o'clock. At night, and we're like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna bring we're gonna bring the party." And uh, our 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 main man, he he, he we all sat down around a stage, 
And he started calling all the girls, and they're like, "This is Frank's birthday." And they pulled Frank on stage, and they like take they took his shirt off, or like spanking him. We're like, "This is great!" And all of the girls were super appreciative because they're like, "You guys are fun." Oh, there's like literally, I think before we'd gotten in there, including strippers, there were five people in there. Wow! And then all of a sudden, they all just come coming out of the back because they're like, "Oh, there's there's fresh meat, and they're cool. They're like fun. They're down to have a good time." And it was great. We were there for like an hour, and every all the strippers, all the girls were like. You guys, this is great. This is so fucking boring beforehand. You guys, thank you guys know for what not you're doing. being weirdos and coming exactly. party. Exactly, yeah. because we're just because that's if you want to go to a strip club, you just got to know it's like we're just gonna have a good time, right. right? You can't be. I don't want to be the dude who's just like sitting dour at a strip club, just like throwing a one out like right. clockwork just every with a five frown minutes. on his face. You see those people just pull up with like a fucking oh, stack yeah. of just like eighty dollars in ones and just like. You see that, and you also Fine. see the ones where the dudes go over there with five ones, and they, they are very stingy with those ones, and they make yeah. you do $20 worth of work for that one one. Yeah. And they also got the dudes who will ball it up and throw it at them. It's <laughs> just fucking fun. I've never seen that. Oh, dude. Yeah. Seen in New Orleans, shit. they do that You've seen penthouse. that? I've seen they do that at penthouse. They'll be on the fucking bar. They'll be sitting at the bar, and the bar is from me to the fucking <laughs> back wall. Yeah. And they'll, just start, they'll ball it up and just throw it at them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I fucking love the strip club. Uh, to get off of that, I guess. But to get stay warm. Okay, I got. I'll, I'll, I got one more for you. The first time I ever went to a strip club, first time I ever went, uh, I was 18 at the time, and you had to be. You could be 18 to get into some of them in New Orleans, but mm-hmm. you gotta be 21 to for the one get to into drink. Like, right to, to drink, get in, yeah. whatever. And uh, I used my boy John Kerry's ID. He's black. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I used. To, I was with him, and I, I was like. He was like, all right, let's go to score. So I was like, all right, let's go to score. He's like, yeah, be 21. I said, well, let me use your ID. Because we both worked at the club in Thibodeau. I was like, let me use your ID. It'll be funny. <laughs> so I go up to the bouncer, big old black dude. I go up to him. I'm like, what's up? My brother give him the thing. He looks at it. And he looks at me. <laughs> and he busted out laughing. Because <laughs> my boy's standing right there. Right. And he's like, come on, bro. Have a good time. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, let's do it. There you that's go. That's New time. Orleans for you, man. That was that's hospitality. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And that's the, you know that strip clubs are awesome. Don't shit on them. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, how dare you, Dan? But you was talking about Frank just now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I had fun at the Rose Battle the other night. That was a good time. Oh, that that show was hilarious. It was just the you and Saren the whole show. That was great. And you on the uh, you on the sound effects. Yeah, <laughs> coach Jay over there. That's yeah. racist. <laughs> Assistant Coach Jay. <laughs> that shit was hilarious, man. That's been my favorite thing about doing the roast battle in this version now because mm-hmm. is getting that soundboard and and figuring out like what are the good drops, right? What are fun things to throw in? It's I it's, mean it's important, man. It's important when it's just like two two comics up on stage because like there's no crowd noise. But if it's like like you did a great job of like when it was a really good roast, you would like. Crank it up. And I love it when you do the one from The Simpsons, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're like a bully fucking. Yeah, that's ah, great, man. But no, that's what I was saying. Is like I'm super appreciative that they still have that going, and thank y'all for keeping that going. Of course, that's one of the only things I've been able to keep being consistent, having some kind of comedy in the game. That's mm-hmm. what I'm right. Doing. All right. I mean, we're doing as much for the fans as we are for the comics who still, yeah. you know, who. Who love the show and are involved in the show? We just want to keep. We just want to keep it alive. Yeah, my yeah. people back home love watching them now because I've been doing this. So I got a lot of people from down there watching the show. Yeah. Because I'm trying to get into roast battle as well. Do it. I gotta. I gotta talk to who I gotta talk to to get scheduled. But 
I mean, I, I don't I don't think I can come out and battle Nate just immediately. I think he's a right. little higher oh, up. Nate's a little – Nate's, Nate's a, coming up. Nate's coming up right in the now. world. Nate's getting challenged by all these people. I right. said, I'll battle all y'all. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Game, coach. <laughs> Anybody who wants it can get it. Yeah, can get Call the, Nate's only hands. Get these verbal <laughs> hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I've been having fun with it, though, man. And, um, you know, like uh, like last week, I, I know another chick challenged me and somebody else said they wanted to do it or whatever. I was like, dude, I'll do it. I don't care. But I don't I don't know how they had like Moses had mentioned like on the thing that they were like having problems booking people. I was like, who the fuck is not trying to do that? Right. I think it's a lot. I think a lot of people just don't. They this is the thing. I think a lot of people are like either don't want to do it without a crowd because they think it's going to be weird, yeah. or Entire. they are not wanting to come do it because of COVID. Because of COVID. Yeah. And Listen, I understand the second thing. I understand the not wanting to do it. Like we're we're following all the safety precautions that are required for a production like what we're doing, right? We're keeping you've you've seen there, yeah, you've yeah, seen it. Yeah. We're keeping everybody distanced. We're, yeah, we're sanitizing by, everything. It's all, all like, by the book. Yeah, all by the yeah. book, and even you know, even a little better than the book, I think. Right. Like, like right, you're super yeah. like strict on it, which I like. But that's the thing is like even with all that, there's still going to be people people who fe- don't feel comfortable, and I totally understand that. But the first thing, it's like you're if you're weird about there not being an audience, don't forget there's an audience online right. and, and outside and outside. I brought, I, it's not a the, the, by no means is the fucking roast battle a bringer show. Right. But I brought fucking ten people because my friends from New Orleans, a couple of them live out here now, mm-hmm. and they were like, I posted like it was doing it, and they were like, you can watch it on the patio. I said, yeah. They were like, all right, we coming. Yeah. <laughs> like ten of them come over. They said, oh, my boys, Derek spent like five hundred dollars. Great. on drinks. Fuck yeah. Just getting people shots and drinking and shit. We had a good time. That's what we need. You, but if you're being bougie. And not wanting to be or entitled or whatever you want to call it to fucking not be in front of the crowd. The crowd is outside watching it live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're still there. And as soon as you get out, you can right. hang out with them and they fucking talk to you and shit. And yeah. You know what I mean? It's very similar. It's yeah. different. It's different. But we're but doing the best we can with what we got. Same. Exactly. And right. you can either sit at your house and fucking cry and bitch and fucking whatever, post statuses, or you can fucking get off your ass and do something. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy I can get off my ass and do something. I've been talking about this with a lot of people lately, which is the time right now that we're in. We don't know when it's going to end because America like fumbled, fumbled every step of the way. Yeah, threw a bunch of pick sixes, and <laughs> we're fucked. We're like back on the one yard line. We have no, there's no end in sight. We have no idea where yeah. we're going to be. Um, but that doesn't mean that you still can't be creative and can't find ways to do the thing that you want to do and you can't find ways to work around that. And I think now is the time to like take the chances and try some shit out that's different even if it's of course it's not going to be the same. We're all under the same we all know it's not going to be the same. Yeah. Like I did a show after Roast Battle one night. I remember they pulled up uh, a speaker and they did stand up in the parking lot. I don't know if you were there that night, but it was it was back in August, like right at the very beginning of August, I want to say. And there was a good crowd. There were people hanging out, and all of these comics were going up, like myself included, and we're all just rusty as hell, right? Because yeah, we haven't done it. But the crowd doesn't care right now. They want to see right? it. Right? They, they want just want to see it. Like, we had people, you know, they know that everybody's rusty. They know that it's not the same. I don't think people are expecting it to be the same. Yeah. The only people who are worried about it not feeling like it's the same are the comics. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because people are, dude, people are wanting to laugh, and that's the thing is, like, I mean, I, I remember just when I first started doing open mics and shit like that, like I would come out and I'd be like trying to have a good time and like wanting to laugh. And this was at like 
the mod mic in North Hollywood, which was like the you know you got a pe- you got a free pizza and it, there was two dollar draft beers like craft IPA draft beers, so I got like a pitcher of beer and I had a pizza and I was just having a great time. And, like dude, that was like my first open mic experience really, so I was just like oh open mics are awesome type thing. And then that mic got shut down and it's just like you know y- I wasn't wanting to laugh as much because it wasn't so much a show. It was more like just like going through the work and stuff like that. But like now that there hasn't been comedy like outdoor, I mean. Uh, you know, event comedy or a live comedy, really, people are going out there, like, wanting to laugh. You mm-hmm. know? They're, they're, like, begging for, to f- begging to fucking laugh. So Yeah. It's, a yeah. Good, it's still, like, as dark as the times are for comedy and as hard as it might be for comics trying to shake the rust off, because, like, we've done, like, a beach mic, you know, out, I think, which Mary's been doing. I think they just did one Yeah, they've been doing night. it consistently. But that one was fun. But even then, I could just feel, like, how rusty I was and mm-hmm. shit like that. And I was like, this is definitely different. But, I mean, people in the crowd were still super nice. And it was still a good time. Right. Because yeah. everybody's, everybody's forgiving right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I did shows at a club in San Diego. I did ACC back in July. And it was my first time doing a live stand-up show in two months at the time. Maybe yeah. three. And... I literally was like telling jokes and then I would forget the punchline immediately after I said the setup to a joke because yeah. I was just defaulting to doing material that I that was old. And I was just like and I would literally would say, oh, I don't know what this punchline is anymore. Yeah. And the crowd would laugh at that because right. they know they don't they don't really care. They're just happy to be out. They just want to support you. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that yeah. also shows a human level of it, too, mm-hmm. I think. And that's my like going back to what you was just saying a minute ago, like. People got to understand, bro. You got to overcome the adversity. Yes. It ain't your fucking fault. All right. It ain't stepdaddy Donald's fault. It ain't nobody's. It's everybody's fault. It's out of our control. Right. You got to just do the best you can with what you got. Right. Quit crying. <laughs> Quit crying. Do show something. a little discipline. Do that. And show what you can <laughs> do. That's what I'm saying. Fuck. Get up there and talk about it on the <laughs> stage. Don't talk about it on fucking Twitter. Nobody gives yeah. a shit. What you fu- How many fucking discipline. retweets you get are your goddamn sentence? You think that you was in fucking sent that was fucking uh, enlightening to somebody. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel. (laughs) I'm just glad that football is coming because people have something to talk about. You know, like, I'm glad, like, sports finally came back because Mm -hmm. for, like, two to three months there, man, I mean, it was just tough to get on any kind of social media without seeing just blatant, like, politics or coronavirus or politics or coronavirus. And it's just, like, people get tired of fucking, like, Where's my money? Yeah, people get tired of talking about it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and people, like, even family members, like, especially if you don't agree with one another, you can, like, really get into some, like, heavy arguments and shit. And, like, you I can, or you can do like me and just not talk to your people well, about I mean, that shit. Yeah, but if you have a family, hey, y'all, all right? Get Good. On it, it's How's like, everything else going? Right. I don't want to hear about uh, it. Man. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I love I'm I am happy that football because I got fantasy leagues I can pay attention to now and talk shit in oh, group chats yes. again. We're gonna ask if you played fantasy. Yeah, yeah. we were gonna ask because I was gonna say we could get you because uh, I do a lot of game. I mean, we talked about it last podcast with William, but I've been doing a lot of these parlays, like these small small uh, okay. little parlays, gambling but like twelve parlays, gambling dance parlays. <laughs> See, I don't. That's the thing. I don't do like the daily fantasy or the betting. I just keep it like f- fantasy football. Draft fantasy my team. Football, right. Do my draft. Things, I do my research. I check the waivers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any any gambling, it's just like it gets. I get I get it get too much for me. Yeah, it's, well, it's well, too much. I think uh, yeah. Dan had dude, a there's there's you. there's thrills, man. You Five dollar parlays to win like seventeen hundred bucks. Dan's not gonna, it's Dan's not, not recruiting you to the dark side. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm a, we did want to he did want to offer you something. I was gonna I was gonna say if you wanted, we'll go through the twelve games that are tomorrow. <laughs> 
He's going to call. We're going to call it Jay's we're gonna call Jay's parlay. I'm, parlay. I'm unemployed right now, so I'm. I'll go through. He's going to put up the five bucks. I'll put up the five bucks. You pick. And then if I'll do, we win, do that. if we win, I'll give you half. All right. We'll this do feels that. like a network marketing pitch here. Right. <laughs> it like, does. Look, and then you get another friend. Yeah. Is this fucking Amway for sports betting? All right. We got Bears and Lions. Uh, Bears and Lions. Where is it? Where is it playing? Is I think it's at Detroit. At Detroit. Okay. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Bears. I'm Bears. saying Bears too. Yeah. Okay. Lions yeah. are gonna come out sh- looking shitty. Galladay's on the first game. out. So I got one percent on my phone. So this this could be cut short. Oh but my god! <laughs> what a gamble. Uh, <laughs> Bra- yeah, we're we're really gambling. Browns and Ravens. 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 Easy. Packers. Vikings. 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 Oh. Colts at Jags. It's supposed to be raining. Um, at Jags, yeah. Jags, Jags. Yeah, plus, that's a plus three hundred. I'm taking. I'm taking it. Listen, Vegas, the Col- Vegas at Colts are all right. Vegas at Panthers. Uh, Vegas. Nope. Vegas. Dolphins at Patriots. Cam's. Oh, that's game. a tough one. Cam's first game. Cam's first game. Patriots are heavily favored. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Patriots. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see Cam. Jets. Come out Bills. Swinging. Jets at Bills. Uh, Bills. Bills. Easy. Eagles at Washington. Eagles. Mm-hmm. Eagles. Seahawks at Falcons. Oh, that's a tough one. Because I, lo- I love both these bet. teams. Um, ah, shit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Seahawks. There I edge the Seahawks. There you go. Chargers at Bengals. <laughs> shit game of the week. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Joe Burrow's first game in the NFL. Chargers. Chargers. Damn. Hater. Cardinals at Niners. 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 Tampa at Saints. Saints. All right. right. I think it's going to be that one's going to be a shootout. That one's going to be a shootout. But Cowboys versus Rams. I got to go Cowboys. Cowboys. All right. That's that's we we can only do twelve. So I think the Cowboys. It is. We got to take the Cowboys. So we're putting five dollars on that. We win. We'll give you half. All right. (laughs) Let's see what let's see what it says. So it'll be five to win. Parlay. Where is it? Intense. Dun dun dun. Five to win. Two thousand six hundred and nineteen (laughs) dollars. All right. Well, so you win a G if so, those yeah. picks win. So yeah, the only the the heaviest underdog you had there was you had the Jags over the Jags uh, over the Colts, Colts, which is a good which is a which good underdog happen. pick. Gardner yeah. Minshew, a little bit of Minshew. I love magic that Minshew magic, <laughs> man. <laughs> too, bro. And did look. you see the thing he did for uh, where he teamed up? I think it was a Bud Light thing he yeah. did. He did like he, a mustache. Yeah, he did the mustache, yeah. and then he, he did like a training montage, like the with the Rocky music, yeah. the, or the yeah. Karate Kid music. Yeah, yeah. There was like a NFL commercial, like football's back or whatever. It was great. Was well, but then he was also like, if you draft, if you if you're in a fantasy league and you draft me first overall, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. win your league, you'll get free Bud Light for a year. So oh, he's like, I mean, he's going he's at up it, some and I love Minshew. Dude, Minshew's he's great. He's definitely causing some wrinkles in some fantasy drafts. That'd yeah, be hilarious. I yeah. But I think it has to be the number one pick overall, right? That's gonna fuck yeah. up your whole number team. Number one pick overall. Yeah. So it will fuck up your entire team, unless yeah. you had, unless you're in a keeper league and you had some good keepers. Mm, right. You know, you can do. That's wrong. Like I got, I got Josh Jacobs in both my keeper leagues. I, Josh so, Jacobs, I think that's gonna keep. be a great pick because yeah. Ve- Vegas yeah. is. John Gruden loves running the football. So. Yeah, they I was got trying. A, they got I a was big aiming, offensive line. I was aiming at Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but yeah. I had a later pick, and mm-hmm. I think he would have fell to me. Yeah, but Dan I, drafted for his fucking I, old lady. I, I, I'm in a to his me and Nader in a team. league with uh, my brother and my girlfriend and his girlfriend and like two other girls, and they were all having People. like their own little girl party or whatever. Oh, okay. But my girlfriend wanted my advice, so she was with the guys at the guy draft party. I so gotcha. I was helping her out and got. I did snake. do. Got I did one draft while I was moving, so it was auto drafting, which was shitty. But oh. I was on like a Zoom call with everybody else who was in the league while we were drafting, 
And I remember I was like on the highway and someone was like, Jay, did you just draft a kicker? It was like it was like the seventh or eighth oh, round no. because with the auto draft for the NFL app, uh-huh. it, yeah, auto, it, it fills out the position. Yeah, it fills for, out the roster. Oh. And so they're like, did you just draft a kicker? And I was like, I just fuck. I just drafted a kicker. Which but one? I don't know. It's like I mean, the best available. Yeah, yeah. it's Justin, Justin Tucker or something. Tucker. But I was, Which is worth it because that guy will drop like 18 fucking points every game. Yeah. I mean, and that league, I, I also do think I'll still be fine in that league, yeah. but it's tough. How many people in your league? It's that one's a ten man, yeah. and then we have a twelve for the other league. I'm the in twelve that I actually like, took four, the time to do. Four fantasy leagues. I have an eight, a ten, and two twelves. Yeah, That's my main so league we've been doing for fucking twelve years. Like five of them backed out this year because of coronavirus. Because they was on the fucking. They're like, oh well, the season might not go through, and blah blah blah. And I'm uh, like, I mean, well, shut we, the hell up. Draft your team. <laughs> Draft most, your fucking yeah. team. Most if it don't people, work, we'll give you your money back. All right. Most of the people in my ten man league think that the season is not going to go through all the way, so including myself. I okay. don't think it's going to go through. You think some shit's going to happen? I think some shit's going to happen. I think there's going to be a big spike somewhere. But what we decided to do Heard is like, first. all right, let's put in a contingency plan for like if the we if the if the um. The season gets to a certain week. I think we decided on week ten. Yeah. If it gets to their entire fantasy, right? Exactly. So it's like if it gets to there and it shuts down, then we're gonna go off of the standings at that point to do payouts. Like best record and most points scored. Because I know my my league is doing like a weekly payout thing. So if you have the highest point total for that week, you get like I think it's like five bucks from everybody per week or something. Oh damn! And so you can pretty much make your money back if you're the point leader. Ours was like weeks. that uh, last year too. At a couple of years, last couple of years with like, um, like team of the week or whatever. Like uh, highest point scored gets ten bucks or whatever. Right. So okay, but it was something like that. But I'm just excited to have it back. Did, did we be ask good. who your uh, who your team is? Uh, I'm Cowboys. Cowboys. But <laughs> okay. Dallas, man. Oh, this whole Ball. sad Cowboys fan. CJ, what time. do you think about that? I think it's great, dude. I'm a. Uh, <laughs> you're a Cowboys fan too? <laughs> no, dude. My dad. So my dad. Uh, he's always been a Cowboys fan because he uh, he was uh, like old enough before the Saints were a team. Oh, okay. So oh, whenever okay, he was a kid, he was like uh, loving the Cowboys because they were winning all the time, right? right With right, uh, yeah. Roger Staubach and yeah. shit. And then, uh, yeah, whenever Cowboys. whenever uh, Saints mm-hmm. became a team, they I mean, obviously my dad was like a fan, but um, yeah, he's always like been both, and I'm right. I'm pretty yeah. both. I, I, thought, I thought I was gonna get a different answer out of you. No, I, <laughs> Cowboys are America's team, baby. Yeah, I was say, Not no more. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Niner fan. I was born in NorCal. <laughs> Went to Niner games when I was like really young. I did a, a punt, pass, and kick competition because I like made it farther in my regionals or whatever. So we got mm-hmm. to go to 49ers Stadium with uh, with Jerry Rice was still there. And, like, oh, nice. my whole family was, like, we had, like, little sideline passes and got to kick during halftime and stuff like that. I don't remember kicking at all. Like, I don't remember how I did it all. I just remember, like, meeting Jerry Rice because my dad, like, has he's, like, got such a big-ass voice. He goes, hey, Jerry. <laughs> he just <laughs> turned around and saw, like, us kids and, like, walked over and said hi to us. Oh, that's tight. Nice. Yeah. You got to meet the uh, the GOAT. Got to meet the GOAT receiver. I was I was wearing his jer- jersey last podcast, but fucking William, like, eight times said I was wearing a Tamir Rice jersey. <laughs> 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 really like your Tamir Rice yeah, jersey? Yeah, and then uh, Nate said it was a cauliflower rice jersey. <laughs> well, I was just playing off of his shit, but, That's I mean, funny. what are you oh going to do? Oh, my goodness. You know, uh, Shout out to William. That was a fun time. Yeah, it was, man. This has been a very fun time, yeah. too. I appreciate it very much. Appreciate Nate, you guys. Nate drank his first hard seltzer last week. Congratulations. No. <laughs> I was disappointed in myself, but I did it for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. And did you do it on air? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Because William offered it to me, so I was like, I'll drink it. You got to do it. I can't say no. Yeah. You got to try could, it. You but know. I, I, I had to try it so I could keep bitching about it and not say I didn't try it. Mm-hmm. Right. That was garbage. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have, I know you got the show tonight. Um, show tonight. And and keep your eyes out because that will be theoretically something that we're doing recurring either monthly or maybe biweekly depending on. I got to talk to my uh, co-producers tonight and see what the deal is. But we're going to do that hopefully more than just tonight. Um, so keep, if you if you want more info on that, nice. go, go to my social media at Diet J uh, on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. I be, I'll be posting about all that there. Hell yeah, such a great hand. Chirp and turf yeah. out in out in sunny Burbank, California. Nice. Even though chirp it's nighttime. Chirp, 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 and chirp, turf? chirp and turf. Chirp and turf. Because it's everybody on got a next, Everybody got a next tail. Yeah. We all, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Yeah. But, so go at Diet J. You can follow and see what when the lineups and dates and show times will be at. Do that, awesome. and also where can uh where where should they go listen to your uh, album at? Uh, my album "Good Guy with a Gun" is available wherever you get your music. Go buy it, go stream it, uh, do whatever you can to throw a little change in my pocket. Oh yeah, and uh, you can also listen to my podcast "Blockbusting," which is available wherever you get podcasts. Hell yeah, go do all that, and especially listen to "Blockbusting" because I was on it. Dan's about to be on, <laughs> and uh, it's a fucking hilarious. I was listening to the one where uh Robin Tran was bitching about uh about Lion, Lion King. King. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> That was funny. The new Lion King or the, the old no, one? The OG oh, one. Well, wow. Yeah, right. it, was, it was pretty funny. It was a very funny fucking episode. But uh, yeah, go check out Jay's comedy shows, comedy albums, comedy podcasts, all this shit. He's a funny dude, bro. And appreciate you coming on very much, man. Oh, Thank yeah. you, guys. Jay Light, everybody. Bitches, see y'all later.